Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey, this is Mark Trichel with another episode of With Flying Colors. Today, I want to chat about some things I've been picking up on by reading The American Banker and also by listening to a podcast called The ABA Banking Journal, which I'm going to play a snip of here shortly. But uh, there's some interesting things going on in the economy for many reasons. And there was an article in the American Banker that was called, there's an article in the American Banker called, How Unrealized Bond Losses Are Hampering the Banking Industry. It's a fascinating article, but it talks about merger momentum slowing in banks because of the upside down nature of hold to maturity investments and other investments uh, if you will. But in my mind, I think actually those unrealized bond losses in the credit union industry are likely going to speed up the mergers in credit unions. By the way, mergers in credit unions in 2022 were up about 20% over the 2021 rate. That's if you annualize the three quarters of this of, of this year into a full year, mergers are up about 20%. And in a minute, I'll tell you why I think mergers will likely be going up as well. But here's a, a couple minute snippet of the ABA Banking Journal podcast that was published earlier or mid-November. So one final question for you. The, um, you know, we, 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 we hear a lot about the, we talk a lot in this industry about the, um, the credit union acquisitions of banks. Um, I've, I don't think I feel like we haven't seen as many in the in the last year as we've seen kind of pre pre pandemic certainly. Um, what's the what, what's your read on the long term trend on credit unions acquiring tax bank community banks? Well, you know, number one, um, I don't want to you know downplay the concern that the banking industry has over it, but there really haven't been that many in the whole scheme of things, right? Um, you know, I mean, it's still a very very small component of overall bank M and A. Um, that being said, credit unions are able to pay cash to the seller. And in an environment right now where, you know, the buying power of publicly traded banks is adjusting, um, stock deals are maybe becoming a little more expensive. You know, people who can walk in, it's like buying a house. If somebody can walk in with a cash offer, you have to entertain it, right? So. I think we'll see more credit union deals. I think, you know, banks, for better or for worse, have a responsibility to their investors to at least review those offers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and again, you know, it's going to be hard to compete against a, a, a group that can pay cash and make the mathematics work like like these credit union deals. All right. So that was interesting. I don't know if you caught it, but they talked about What do you think about the acquisition by credit unions, credit unions acquiring tax paying community banks? 
with a little needle there that it takes taxes out of the system if a if a bank is acquired by a credit union, which is their the ABA's one argument about why it shouldn't be allowed. And this is I'm digressing a little bit, but it was very interesting. Uh, the, the the big difference between a bank acquiring another bank is they they acquire it with stock. If stocks if the stocks are down at both banks, it makes the acquisition less likely to go through at the banking level. Now, credit union deals are cash deals uh, because there is no stock and that makes them better deals. And as the guest on the show pointed out, I think at the dismay of the ABA person hosting it, the credit unions are positioned to do it with cash and the bank stockholders have a duty to try and get the best return, which is why credit unions often win in that scenario. But the article, so so kind of linking that to the article, the article in the American Banker says merger momentum has slowed as bank valuations take a hit. And it goes on to say the unrealized bond losses may also be dampening short-term momentum for bank mergers. The dampened momentum is at least partially due to the bond losses impacting on banks' valuations, which decreases a bank's currency when it's involved in a deal that involves stock, not just cash. The unrealized bond losses make it really, really tough to do a merger now. It really makes it tough to do a deal if some with someone if you look at their bond books and they're upside down. Now, the one of the other challenges is in the merger accounting, you have to mark, it's my understanding that you have to mark to market the hold to maturity losses that if you're a going concern, you have the ability to hold those. You don't have to mark those into your uh, your net worth or for banks tier one net tier one capital it's an unrealized loss if you're acquired it makes it a realized loss now that's slowing down bank mergers in my opinion the challenges credit unions are having with upside down investment portfolios I believe will leave will paint some credit unions into a corner where they they decide it's time to throw in the towel which is why I think this has the opposite impact on credit unions as it does with banks. I think credit union mergers will be increasing as a result of this as rates continue to go up. If you're looking for merger partners, just be aware of the impact on the accounting side of the equation. And if you have to mark those to market, what it might do for you. So the rising rates are doing many things to the economy, many things to credit unions balance sheets. And the reality is it's impacting liquidity in many, many credit unions. If you haven't listened to my two podcasts on liquidity, where I interviewed former regional capital market specialist and director of special actions, Todd Miller, I suggest you do that. There's a lot of good information there for credit unions, how NCUA looks at liquidity now and into the future. And Todd's got a lot of experience at that. And I think it's well worth the listen if you missed that episode. All right, that's it. This is a quick take. I think credit union mergers are going to escalate. If you are looking at mergers, be careful about those hold to maturity portfolios and those market losses. Make sure you talk to your CPAs on how that's going to impact your books being combined. That's it. This is Mark Treichel signing off with Flying Colors. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. 
Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com. 